This podcast is brought to you by Sherry Winter Parker of the Corcoran Group, the North Fork's top real estate producer from 2005 to 2022. Hi, welcome to another episode of the North Forker Podcast. I am Nicolina Dufan. I'm joined today by Nick Grasso. Hey, Nick. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you? I'm doing okay. And Victoria Caruso. Hey, Victoria. Hey. We are here today to talk about our February issue. It's our first issue of the new year, and it's our wellness issue. I talked about in my editor's note this month that to me, I feel like wellness has changed. And I think that it used to be so much more focused on like fad diets and, you know, going to the yoga studio and and sipping kombucha and it just felt so trendy. And now I feel like it feels more like an everyday thing where it's just woven into our lives. And um, I think that so many of the stories within this month's magazine speak to that and speak to it really being an integral part of our every single day. Uh, Victoria, you wrote a story that is so important uh, for East Enders to read. Yeah, so I um, did a story on Peconic Bay Medical Center and their um, initiative to advance healthcare on the East End. And I focused specifically on how PBMC is changing healthcare on the East End for women. I spoke with Executive Director Amy Loeb, and she kind of talked about how notoriously um, healthcare on the East End has been second tier, and that's not acceptable. And so PBMC is trying to change that. And one of the main things that they're doing is uh, bringing in new technology and new personnel. In, in terms of like women's health, um, one main thing is that they're advancing uh, their breast medicine and urogynecology programs. And they brought on specialists like Dr. Lee, um, who's the chief of breast surgery there. And she talked a bit about how... Um, in the past for women and, and men on with breast cancer, it was really difficult being, living on the East End. A lot of them felt like they needed to go to Sloan's in the city to get the care that they needed. And especially like with chemotherapy and having to like keep going back and forth, that can be a really long and draining trek. So um, they have basically created a breast health program where people can get anything that they need, whether that be scans or surgery and aftercare. Another big focus at the hospital is mental health. So mental health providers will be incorporated into the new unit to address a range of issues that may arise in a woman's life, including postpartum depression, anxiety disorders, and stress. Yeah, I think this is such an important story. Um, when I was pregnant with my son, I had prenatal depression, um, and it was a, definitely a struggle, and I appreciate their efforts very much. Um, when my son was born, he was only like two weeks old, I actually went to um, an amazing conference um, hosted at Pominock by PBMC and team um, where they were asking local women, like, what do you want on the East End? Like, how can we help you? Um, And it's great to see that they are pushing this forward and really going to be this amazing hub that we really do need on the East End. Um, And it's very reassuring that we're going to have this in our own backyard instead of having to travel into the city or elsewhere like Victoria stated. Also in this magazine is a wonderful roundup written by Lauren Parker. It's mini profiles on different doctors in our community that all provide different wellness tips. Um, And it was pretty cool. So when Lauren and I were choosing which doctors to write about, uh, we chose a ton of different doctors. We have an emergency room doctor, an orthopedic surgeon, an herbal healer. Um, a pediatrician. There are so many different types of doctors involved, and it was pretty cool to see the types of things that bubbled up here. Um, so for me, I think that one of my winter wellness 
pushes to um, keep healthy through the season is going to be prioritizing my sleep, um, which is tricky to do as a mom of two small children. Dr. Lawrence Schiff over at Stony Brook Eastern Long Island Hospital talks about having a um, a good sleep hygiene and that how important that is to only release sleep as much as your body needs and to make sure that it is a routine and you're getting up the same time every day, um, that your room should be dark and cool, which mine certainly is, and quiet um, and try to solve your problems before bed. I think that so many of us kind of fall asleep with things still circling in our in our minds, things are to-do list, and it really does make for a trippy, tricky night's sleep. So um, I loved seeing these tips from Dr. Schiff. Victoria, what types of things did you see in this story that you feel like you can apply to your winter wellness? So I think the segment with Dr. Iona really resonated with me. Um, She said to check your vitamin levels, which is something that I recently did and found out that I was vitamin D deficient. So I don't know, I I grew up feeling like my mom would always push like vitamins on me and I'm like, they're not real, but they are. Very much so. (laughs) You should take them. Um, So that is definitely a good tip, especially during the winter when, you know, people like don't have as much, like they're not as, they're not outside as much. Yeah. I think most people are actually deficient in D at this time of year. So Dr. Iona also talks about eating foods that are good for your gut. She says that the immune system starts at the gut. And, um, so eating healthy fats and fermented foods, um, do help. And Nick, let's hope that you are getting enough vitamins and enough sleep, but what's something that you're hoping to incorporate into your routine for winter? Oh, I definitely doubt that, but <laughs> I will be trying to move around a little more. I mean, during the winter, we all kind of hunker down inside. None yeah. of us really want to go outside at all, except to shovel our driveway miserably. Um, but we will try and move around a little more. I'm sure all three of us will. I know I will. Um, Dr. Verona Young gave us a few suggestions for this piece. Um, first, she said we should just try and dance around to some of our favorite music. I, for one, won't do that unless I can ensure <laughs> there is not a soul in sight. <laughs> I don't know how We're you guys feel. We're going to install bugs in your, in your room. That sounds very illegal, but it would be very fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll go to the panic room and do it there. Um, or we should check out some online workout videos, go to YouTube, or maybe sign up for... Uh, there's so many apps and subscription services out there to help you work out at home. I love that. And if those don't work, Nick, you did write another story in our magazine on alternative workouts that are still workouts, but different ways of doing so that people might really enjoy. I did. And this was actually my first piece for North Worker magazine. Um, I went throughout the North Fork and I found uh, some different places and fitness instructors that are doing certainly not your average everyday workout. Uh, I met a couple who train uh, jiu-jitsu over in Kutchog at North Fork Jiu-Jitsu. Um, I took a visit to the giving room in Southhold and observed their bar Pilates classes. Um, Jennifer Murray is offering fencing through the East End Fencing Academy. Uh, Janine Brady just opened up a new fitness studio in Riverhead called Empower Pilates. Um, and I discussed the benefits of a water aerobics class over at the health club at Suffolk County Community College's Eastern Campus. Um, and all of these fitness instructors, you know, of course, they are trying to get everybody to move around, not only stay warm during the winter, um, but keep up their cardiovascular health all year round. But what I found was more important was not the physical benefits of all of these workouts, rather the mental health benefits and the benefits of community doing all of these exercises because they're all in group settings. They maintain friendships beyond the studio or the pool or the academy. Um, and in the case of North Fork Jiu-Jitsu, uh, Randy and Kristen, they met 
in another academy and they have actually been dating for several years and then they opened up their studio of their own. So I think the community benefits of these workouts are really important and I think that uh, people throughout the North Fork should definitely check out one of these or another community-based fitness activity to keep up your cardiovascular health and get a sense of community. I love that. And to that note, do you guys happen to know what the fastest growing sport in the U.S. is? Take a, take a guess. Take a wild guess. Cricket. Nope. Pickleball. <laughs> it's our cover story. Charity Roby wrote our cover story for this month. It is on pickleball. Um, yes, that's true. It is the fastest growing sport in the U.S., um, so I personally have never played. I was so intimidated, but reading Charlie's Charity's story, I actually got a good feel for what the game is and how to approach it. And the really cool thing that I learned about this sport is that so many people kind of are just passersby and see the sport happening and people that are playing on the courts invite them in and it doesn't matter if they don't know what they're doing or if they don't have the right equipment, it's kind of like another community type of sport um, that fulfills you in many different ways. And Charity spoke to regulars at Peconic Lanes Tasker Park about how they got started and all the things that you need to know to get onto the court yourself. Um, it's pretty cool. People play this game year-round from you know 18 to 80 um, years old. Anyone can get into it. And um, you can go pretty much any morning, uh, weather-dependent, and hop on the court um, and give it a go. Um, I think I feel inspired to maybe try it. Um, I'm not going to commit a hundred percent to that, but I think I might go and, and watch for a bit and then, uh, hop on and see how that goes. Um, this is a really fun story to read and I definitely, um, am excited for it. And I love that it made our cover, um, shot by Christopher Fenimore. Um, again, this is just a really fun, a really fun one for us. Also in this month's issue are stories on Dr. Christina Ivey, um, who is the owner of Rika Bath and Body. And Tara Smith wrote about Dr. Ivey's wellness journey, which dates back to her childhood um, and talks about the multi-generational um, wellness approach that her great-great-grandmother um, instilled in their family. And it goes all the way until what Dr. Ivy is doing today. In addition to her Greenport shop, she offers wellness retreats um, and many other practices as well. Um, the story was beautiful and really has that, um, that nice uh, multi-generational feel to it too. Additionally, Victoria Caruso, you wrote about a micro-farming story. Um, you spoke with Naked Farms' Michael Cusano on year-round farming on one-tenth of an acre of land. Um, and that was a great read as well. It's incredible what he's doing over there. Um, he's, again, year-round farming, so you can get his produce um, throughout the entire winter, which is so important when it's trickier to see and to find local produce on the East End. Um, and you can also uh, reach out and kind of sign up for his his winter boxes. And he he's offering um, produce um, pickup on his deck. Yeah. And I just have to say, I have never seen such bright, like good looking vegetables my entire <laughs> life. Like I'm not the biggest vegetable person, but I was like drooling looking at like the vegetables and his little like field and the um, hoop house. Yeah, it's wild, actually. I feel like that's always been a comment that he has like the, the most vivid produce I've ever seen. Um, the radishes, the lettuces, all of it. it. It's just it's so beautiful. And you could tell it's just done with um, such care and such attention. 
Also, in this year's magazines, you're going to see some new front and back of the book series, like This Old Place that was written um, by me, actually, on James Horton Meeting House, which dates back to 1731. Um, it's an incredible place. I'm very personally connected to it myself. I did get married there. Um, you walk in and you just feel the stories in the walls. And um, it was so beautifully restored and taken care of over the years. And I spoke with Richard Wines, um, who, of course, has the most amazing history on the property. Um, and another series in this magazine going forward is North Fork Wine Club, where we spotlight one specific wine from one specific vineyard and talk to a winemaker or a wine expert over there and get some information on the wine so we can learn a bit about it and um, then also uh, go out and, and sip. Um, Victoria, you wrote a you wrote this piece this month um, for The Best Thing I Ate, which is also going to be a series going forward. Maybe this dish doesn't belong in the wellness section necessarily. <laughs> this, this is self-care. Uh, but okay. I was going to say, it's, it's health for the soul. So for the best thing I ate this month, I chose um, a dish from Insatiable Eats. It's gnocchi gorgonzola. Um, and it was incredible. Um, I have been craving northern Italian food ever since um, I had to, I was living in Bologna for a short time in 2020 and then had to leave because of the pandemic. So I've been craving like a hearty Northern Italian dish ever since. Um, and it's, it is hearty, but it's not too heavy. I know a lot of times like when restaurants aren't very good at making gnocchi, it can be like kind of like a gut bomb. Um, but these are very light and fluffy and, um, Insatiable Eats makes them homemade right there. Um, and it's using Marco Barilla, the chef's, uh, grandmother's recipe, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that looked delicious. I remember after you ate it, you came back and you were like, I had the most amazing gnocchi of my life. Um, and it did look so good. And I can't wait to go over there and check it out. You'll also notice in this magazine and in our magazines going forward for the year that we've replaced the map with a really fun where-to guide, which is still illustrated by Kelly Frankie. Um, this is just a fun way for us to help you find curated spots across the North Fork under different themes. This specific one in our February issue is date night. Um, it is also Valentine's Day this month, so important for us to think about spots for date night or like Victoria's meal for self-care. I mean... Good meals feel really good. And lastly, we've also added the giving page in the back of the magazine. This is a spotlight on local charities or organizations in our community and really great ways to support them. Okay, well, that's a wrap on wellness. Uh, thank you both for being here and talking through your stories. I hope everyone enjoys going out and about and picking up our February issue. And we'll be back next week with um, a North Forker Weekend podcast. Thanks. <laughs>